Hey, thank you for listening to the Rise Youth Podcast. Rise Youth is a youth group that exists to rise up and saturate our schools with the gospel. You are listening to a teaching from our brand new series, Relationship, all about how to do relationships, whether that's friendships, dating, whatever, Jesus way with the Jesus-centered mindset. I really believe that friendships now aren't just about who you connect with. I think your friendships now are absolutely what shape your future. And so as we're in a series talking about relationships, I want to talk about friendships tonight. And what I want to talk about is I want to talk about the idea of future shaping friendships, okay? And so I, I know a lot of you guys are taking notes. I want you to take notes on these three things, okay? These are, these, this is what, this is the key to future shaping friendships, okay? Three words, all right? Surround, sever, which means to cut off and seek. Surround, sever, and seek, okay? So I'm gonna kind of talk through these ideas, all right? So the first one, surround. Surround yourself with the kind of friends you want to shape your future. Let me give you a couple quotes, okay? Some of you guys maybe have heard these before, but these are really good. One, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So the, you think about your five closest friends, think about traits that you guys share. Do you look alike? You kind of dress alike. You start to talk alike. You have similar interests. And it's not just because you, you don't have similar interests so you connected. Sometimes your friends shape your interests. Here's the second one. The people you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. That, that, that's a huge deal. Uh, that, 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 makes, that makes a big impact. But here's what scripture says. It says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. What it means is who you are surrounded by, you, don't be misled, don't misunderstand it. Who you surround yourself with is going to shape you, but not just for now, it's for the future. You wrote down all those words, those three words. Those are important things that you're like, man, that's, that's a goal I have. This is who I want to be. Well, who you're going to be tomorrow is shaped by who you're spending time with today. And, and you need to understand that, okay? And so uh, who can explain uh, what, what, who knows what osmosis is? Okay, raise your hand if you know what osmosis is, okay? Yeah. Okay, somebody, who can give me an explanation? It's like a scientific term. Who can give me like an explanation of osmosis? Anybody like confident that they can make, they can describe that to me? I'm not, you're not going to get graded on this, I promise. Yeah, 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 my man. All right. Get, Exactly. Okay. So, so what it is, is if you have, let, let's say you put, you have a cup and then you have like, you know, a piece of paper in the middle and you pour two different types of water on each side of the paper over time, you know, what's going to happen. They're just going to, it's osmosis. They're going to be the same. They're going to mix together. Even if, and you put, put it really high in one and low in the other. And it's this in, incredible principle. So you kind of see it in this illustration. It's going to cross over that line. Osmosis is a scientific term used for water, but you know what? Osmosis is a scientific principle for friendship because you, the people you spend time with, the osmosis principle, it's gonna affect you. People who are people of character. So if you're like, man, I wanna be nice. I wanna be loyal. I wanna be loving. I wanna pursue Jesus. 
You know who you should spend time with? You know who you should surround yourself with? People that are actually living that out. But if you're like, man, I want to be nice and kind, but you look around and all your friends are a bunch of doof heads. Like, can you say, can I say doof heads? And, you know, okay, a bunch of doof heads. You're, you're like, what are you going to end up being in the future? That, that's going to shape you because of osmosis, okay? And so, so just two simple things and this idea of, of, of who you're surrounding yourselves with that, that I want to kind of just look at scripture and how it paints for us. The idea of sever and the idea of seek, okay? So, so the first is this idea of sever. And, and what I mean by that is do you, you need to sever the toxic friendships in your life. How would you describe a toxic friend? Des- describe it to me. Give, give me a picture of that, okay? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Absolutely, that's huge. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever had a friend do that to you? Anybody? Yeah. That that's really painful. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. You want to share something? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's hard. What else? Anything else that you would, hey, I would describe a toxic friendship this way. Yes. Yep. Totally. Yeah. I, I think it's important. The reason I have you share these, because I think it's, start, it's important for you to start to recognize people you're spending time with and be like, you know what, this is actually a toxic friendship. And, and here, here's what it says in Scripture, okay? So, so friends that do not have the character that you're striving for. That, that's, that's what a toxic friend is, okay? Uh, look, Proverbs 22 says this. Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. Now, there's a lot of words that you could switch for anger, but, but the idea is there is something that is toxic, and, and the, what it talks about at the end here is you get ensnared, okay? So I, I want to tell you, when, when I was middle school, I want to tell you a story about this guy named Randy, okay? Now, I remember Randy because he had the greatest insult to me in the history of time, all right? So I grew up, like, I was, a, I, I was in middle school in the 90s, okay? And in the 90s, everybody was, like, into neon colors. And so I had, I, 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 when I got dressed for school, I thought I was, like, super fashionable because I had this Charlotte Hornets jersey, okay? It was, it was Alonzo Morning jersey, old school, okay? Uh, you know, and it was purple and teal. But I, and so I wanted to match, so I wore a purple short sleeve shirt under it and purple swishy pants and white shoes. And I was like, I just thought I was like the dopest thing since Fresh Prince. I was like so amazing, right? Okay. And so I walked around with this. And Randy, do you guys know what Otter Pops are? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Okay, what are the names of Otter Pops, you know? So what's that? Yeah, so like, yeah, they'd all, they'd all have these like rhyming names, okay? Little Orphan, Little Orphan Orange and like Poncho Punch. And, and you know, and Randy, I kid you not, I'm walking through my school and, and Randy yells out, he's like, hey, bro, he's like, you look, you look like Alexander the Grape. <laughs> and and that still is seared in my brain, okay? Now, here's what, here's what happened, okay? I was Alexander the Grape. In eighth grade, like Randy became my closest friend, Okay? And Randy was that way, and because, you know, he was, he, he was funny, and he made fun of people, and all this kind of stuff, and so I spent a year hanging out with Randy, 
and it affected me. Like, it affected the way um, I interacted with other people. It affected my friendships. It affected the character. And, and thankfully, you know, like, actually after that, I started to get involved in youth group at my church. And, and, and it started to shape the way the other friends that I spent time with. But, but Randy, if he, was my, if he was my long-term friend, and if I never saw change, and I didn't surround myself with people that were actually healthy, like, I would be, I, I would be shaped by that. I would be shaped by somebody like Randy. And, and today, I was, I was kind of thinking through that story. I actually, I was like, man, I should like look up Randy. I should like totally like see where he's at in life and like what he's doing. So I did that. And I, I just, just for perspective, okay. Like, the, so the, I found Randy's picture. This is Randy. I kid you not. I kid you not. That is Randy. Okay. And I show his picture because like he's down in California and none of you, none of you guys would ever meet him. And he's like tatted up like Nolan. Right. Okay. So, but I would look more like Nolan nowadays. But, but as I went through his, as I went through his profile, I realized, I started reading it. You know what he's all into? He's, he's, into, he's into getting drunk. He's into just still playing video games, even though he's in his 30s. He, he, one of his comments was him, him and a friend making fun of the Lord. And I'm like, man, that would have shaped me in a huge way. And so we need to be careful that the friends we have have the character that we're actually striving for because otherwise it's toxic and, and it's gonna leak into our system. And, and here's the second thing is uh, that a toxic friend is, is friends that pull you away from Jesus and into sin. That's what it says in Proverbs 18, 24. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I think this is a huge principle for us to understand how our friends pull us and what that looks like. So, so I, I, need, I need two guys to, to help me with an illustration on this one, okay? All right, to come on up here, okay? Yep. Yeah, you can. Come on up here. All right. So here's what I want you to do. Okay, Jacob, I want you to stand on this top step. Okay. And then I want you to stand on, that, uh, on the bottom there. Okay. Now, now, now here's what you got to do. No, and face him. No, 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 no. Stand on the bottom and face him. We doing okay? Yep. Step back. On the bottom. All the way. Okay. All right. Now grab hands. Okay, you're not gonna hold, you're gonna pull each other, okay? Grab hands, don't do it yet. But, yep, here, here's the object, okay? You can't step down on any of those steps. You can step wherever you want. Don't hurt him, okay? You gotta pull him up, okay? And you're trying to pull him down, all right? Three, two, one, go. That should not have happened right there. That should not have happened. Give my hand, Jacob. You have superhuman strength. Perfect. Okay. All right. Two ladies, come on up. Two ladies, come on up. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. Okay. You're down below. You're up top. All the way up top. Okay. Now I need one more lady uh, to join us. Okay. Uh, no, she, she had her hand. Come on, come on up. Okay. All right, all right, you grab one hand, you grab the other, okay? All right, now here's what you gotta do, okay? Yep, here's what you gotta do. You gotta pull your friends up with you, okay? Here's what you gotta do. You gotta pull, you gotta pull her down, okay? All right? All right, don't mess up her hair, all right? All right, three, two, one, go. Oh, okay, no, 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 now watch this. Trade spots, you two are up here. You stay down, all right? All right, three, two, one, go. 
There we go. Okay. All right. All right. Go, go ahead and grab a seat. Okay. Now, explain this to me. Talk to me about friendships. Talk to me about relationships. What does this have to do with what we're talking about right now? That simple illustration. Yes, ma'am. Girl, that'll preach right there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, other thoughts, other principles tied to, tied to the scripture that we actually look like, looked at. Anything else? Yeah. It, 100%. Okay, Jacob has superhuman strength. That wasn't supposed to happen. Okay. <laughs> Dude's been working out and eating like, you know, cat food protein or something like that. But, but okay, but, but I see it all the time. I see it all the time. It is so much easier for someone to pull you down than it is for you to pull them up. And so when scripture says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. We need to keep, keep that in mind. Now, now here's the thing. There's, there's, when it comes to toxic friends, what do you have to do? You have to sever. You have to cut it off. You have to say, no, 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 this person is not shaping you know, who I need to become, all right? But there's one special caveat, one note. And here's the exception. And here's what I wish I did with Randy. You know what I wish I did with Randy? I wish I invited him to come to church with me. I didn't do that. Because if he came to church with me, rather than he be the friend that pulled me down, and he pulled me down that year, I would have a whole row of friends pulling him up. And so here's what I want you to do. Yes, not everyone is going to say yes. Not every, but you, your future, who you are, is way too important for you to be surrounded by toxic friends that are going to absolutely destroy and ruin your character. And so there's times where you need to sever those relationships. But the one exception is if there's somebody who's willing to say yes to the invitation come into a community where they're going to be brought up, where they're going to be carried. Get that? Okay, here's the second thing. Seek. We have to seek out true friends with the future in mind. Seek out true friends with the future in mind. And two things I want to talk about, you know, with this real quick. Sorry, this thing's struggling. You mind just clicking, clicking through my next couple slides? That'd be, that'd be fine. All right. Friends, what kind of true friends? Friends that will pick you up when you fall. That's what a true friend is. Am I right? Because it, here's what we have to realize. All of us are going to fall. We have these character issues, these things that we're striving for. None of us are going to be perfect in that. You know what a, a true friend does? A true friend picks us up when we when we fall. I love what Proverbs 17, 17 says. It says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. You know why we have friends? Because we're gonna fall. And our friends are there to pick us up. Not a friend loves when it's convenient. Not a friend loves when you got your life together. Not a friend loves when you're perfect. No, 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 a friend a true friend loves at all times, and a brother or a sister is born for a time of adversity. Let me read, I have a long quote I want to read to you, but, but on the idea of relationships, this is, this is actually from a marriage book. This is what it says. True friends are revealed when someone has fallen, has failed and fallen into sin. 
Those who rush to help them up, knowing full well who's they, who they are helping and what they have done are true friends. We may say we are someone's friend, but unless we are quick to pursue them in the sin they have fallen into, we are not really much of a friend. We know that we are considered a godly friend when the person in sin trusts us enough to come clean with us and be honest and has, ask for help. You guys, that, that's what a true friend is. And we need those. So I want to share a quick story kind of illustrating this. I'm going to share the story of my most, my most embarrassing moment in life. Can I, can, you want me to share that? Is, am I good with that? Okay. All right. So, so I, was, I was with a friend of mine, and we were in Atlanta, Georgia. And, and we were flying back uh, from a conference. And we were from, from Atlanta, Georgia to Houston, Texas, and then from Houston, Texas, all the way up to here to Portland, okay? And uh, right before we got on the plane, like, there, we saw the most amazing airline, you know, like airport food, and it was Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, everybody had, like, a really good Philly cheesesteak before? Yeah, anybody had a really bad Philly cheesesteak before? Okay, like, well, this was a very mediocre Philly cheesesteak, and I ate it, and I got on that plane, and about an hour in, I was like, man, I don't, I don't feel so good right now, Okay. And so we got to Houston, I got off the plane, I was like, drank some water, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling all right. And, uh, and then we got on the next plane from Houston to Portland, and uh, we had one random guy sitting, you know, sitting in the aisle seat, my buddy was sitting next to me, and then I'm in the window seat. And we get halfway through the flight, and I was like, I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, I'm going to throw up, Okay. So I was like, hey, I need to get out. I, like, now I need to, get, need to get out. And I kid you not, the guy in the aisle seat was like, hang on, let me save my documents real quick. Oh, sorry, I got to reboot Windows. And he's just taking his time, okay? So finally, like, I get past him, and I'm running up. I'm, I'm literally running up the aisle. And the, the flight attendant, she sees me, and she, she knows in my face what is about to happen. And she yells at me and points at the bathroom. She's like, get in there, okay? And I get to, like, the third row, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I put my hand over my face and I start puking. And because my hand's over my face, it starts spraying out the sides. <laughs> like, just like, boom, 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 boom. Like, imagine like a, like a vomit sprinkler, like going down here, okay? So I, I go in and I just like get inside that bathroom, okay? This is a true story, okay? And it's like all, it's like all over me. And like, they don't, like, I'm in this tiny little bathroom and I'm like trying to clean up all this like vomit all myself. It's like everywhere. And the last thing I wanted to do in the world was like walk out that door, right? I just wanted to keep it locked, keep the lights off. And like this was the late night flight. She turned on all the lights and this huge scene. And then I, this flight attendant, she starts banging on the door. And she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I just, I just want to die, like, you know? And uh, finally, she's like, you need to come out. Like it's been like half an hour. She's like, you need to come out. So I come out and I look. And she's like cleaned up everything. She's like cleaned up all the vomit. And she cleaned up my mess. And, and she looks at me, and she's like, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm okay. And I, and I just, like, I felt so much grace in that moment. And I'll never forget her words to me. She looks me in the eye, and she goes, would you eat a taco? <laughs> and I'm like, no, a Philly cheesesteak. And she's like, you ate the wrong thing, right? And, uh, and, and so, like, but, here, but here's what it was. Like, sometimes, like, we, like, we make a mess of our lives, and you know what a true friend does? A true friend is what Jesus does, and he cleans up, cleans up the mess of our lives, the mess that we have all over other people. Now, that's the grossest analogy ever for grace, but don't you ever forget it, okay? But that's what a true friend is. A true friend is someone that will pick you up 
when you fall. And here's the last thing. These are, this is, these are the friends that you seek out. Seek out friends that have the character of Jesus. Seek out friends that have the character of Jesus. And, and I want to do something real quick, okay? I know not all of you guys know each other. But, but I want to take a moment right here in this room. And, and I want you to share something that you know about another friend in this room where they have the character of Jesus. They, where they actually live it out. And I, and I just want you to share. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's the character of Jesus. What else? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not too bad. That's a good skill to have. What else? Yeah, anybody else want to share? I know it's hard to, to get in this habit of like, because sometimes we just talk like talking about, you know, meaningless things. But that's, that's what friendship is. Speaking truth into each other and encouraging one another with our words. Yeah, any other thoughts? Anybody else want to share? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Did you hear that, Eva? That was awesome. That was meaningful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you're here. It's really awesome. Those are good friends. This is what it tells us in Colossians 3, 12 through 14. It says, therefore, as God's chosen people, isn't that an incredible thought? God has chosen you, holy and dearly loved. Clothe yourself. Because God loves you, wrap this character around you. Clothe yourself with compassion and kindness, and humility, and gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Man, that, guys, that's a picture of friendship right here. So just to kind of recap, what is what is the key? You know, we need to surround ourselves with friends that are going to shape our future. All those words. I, I would encourage you, those words you wrote down, keep those somewhere. Maybe write it somewhere meaningful and say, no, this is a picture of, of my future. And surround yourself with friends that shape your future. Second, sever toxic friends. Nah, like, this is not the time to try to be pulling these friends up in this moment unless... You have brothers and sisters in Christ and youth group pulling with you, saying, no, 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 let's pull this friend out of the muck because that's what Jesus has done for us. And lastly, seek true and healthy friends, friends that live out the character of Jesus, friends that will pick you up when you fall. 
I'm excited for you guys and your future and where God is going. And the best thing you can do for, to be a husband or a wife that you want to be, that God has called you to be 10, 12, 15, 20 years from now, it, it's who you shape your life with by the friends around you right now. Can I pray for you guys? Yeah, yeah, you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much. Lord, we are so grateful that your son Jesus was the ultimate friend. That, that he showed what true friendship is in laying his life down for us. And so, Lord, as, as we learn to follow him, as we learn to, to be his disciples, to be his apprentices, would you help shape us to be the kind of people who love like he did? Would you help us to be friends that sacrifice for those around us? Would you help us to be the kind of friends that lay our lives down for those around us? But as we do, Lord, help us to surround ourselves with brothers and sisters that build us up, that brothers and sisters that push us to be more and more like Jesus. And, and some of us in this room, I know when I said toxic friendship, some of us had some friendships in mind, some people in mind. And so, Lord, would you give us the boldness and the courage to invite those friends to youth group, to invite them into a bigger group that can influence and make an impact? Would you give us the courage to continue to pursue that? But, Lord, if, if it becomes clear that this is a friend that is going to continue to pull us down and lead us away from you into sin, Lord, would you give us the boldness and the courage to be faithful to your word and so say, no, that's, that's a friendship I actually have to cut off. We love you, Lord. We're so grateful. I'm grateful for these young lives. We pray all this in your name. Amen. Rise Youth is a youth group that exists to rise up and saturate our schools with the gospel. 